Welcome, Hudson Valley, to this week's edition of In Touch, the public affairs and issues program that runs across Town Square Media, the Hudson Valley radio stations. With us this week is Ed Ryan, president of Belltone New York, award-winning hearing aid company. The FDA recently issued a historic final rule to improve access to affordable over-the-counter hearing aids for millions of Americans. As an expert in the field, Ed Ryan has much to say about the pros and cons of this new legislation and warns about the risk of going without getting your hearing tested regularly. We invite you to join us and listen to a previously recorded conversation between Ed Ryan and myself here on In Touch. Hello, Hudson Valley. You are tuning in to another episode of In Touch, the public affairs and issues program here at Town Square Media, the Hudson Valley. I am your host, Connor Walsh. And with us today is president of Belltone New York, Ed Ryan. We got some really cool stuff that's going on right now in the world of audiology and hearing aids. There's just a new legislation that got passed about over-the-counter hearing aids, which is making news everywhere, and we were just talking a second ago. You've been everywhere talking about this, and we are so grateful to have you here with us. Again, Ed, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me, Connor. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, I think it's really fascinating, everything that's going on. Me coming from a very music industry-based background and having to be very careful about hearing to seeing how everything's coming together with this in the legislation, I think it's great to be able to, you know, help out with the public and talk about all this. So could you first start off talking about what this legislation is actually doing then? Right. So after years of being in legislation, it's finally coming where you're going to be able to actually purchase a hearing aid and what they're calling over-the-counter hearing aid. Uh, Prior to that, you could only get it with a prescription. Now, that being said, this type of hearing aid is only going to be for a certain type of loss, which is a very mild to moderate hearing loss that really is a range that it's not for everybody because if you have a significant loss, it's going to feel like you're plugged up. So anybody who has more of a loss than that mild to moderate would need to still see an audiologist or dispenser to be able to get fit, you know, get a prescription for their hearing their type of hearing loss. That makes sense. Now, you said that this has been held up in legislation for a long time now. How long would you say that this has been an issue? Uh, well, three or four years. Um, how long has it been an issue? I, I don't know if I could say how long it's been an issue. I know people have been looking for more affordable types of hearing care because traditionally it has been very expensive. The cost of getting a hearing aid uh, privately is very expensive. It hasn't been covered by insurance up until the last far five, 10 years, mm. uh, years ago, 20 years ago, less than 10% of insurances covered hearing aids. They didn't deem it as a, a disability, which in fact it is. It is a disability. We were just talking about this before. If, if you can't hear a smoke alarm going off in your house, it's, it's awful. It, it is a disability. It's like wearing glasses. You, if, if you couldn't see clearly, it, you're not hearing clearly. So they're finally starting to realize that legislation got involved. And now it's going to be available for people over the counter if it makes sense for them. And that's great. And something that I was reading up, uh, getting ready for this interview and all that, some are saying acquiring these hearing aids are going to be just as easy as buying eyeglasses. Is there any truth to that? What's that looking like? You know, a lot to be determined yet to come. Understandable. Uh, you know, as it comes out Monday, everybody's been getting ready for this for years now because we knew this day was going to come. Um, I do think it's going to be as easy to get them. I, I know you wow. can walk into big box stores and buy them off the counter, uh, you, you right off the shelf. They're self-fitting through your uh, Apple device or 
Android, some will work with Android. I know most will work with Apple, um, but that will be something that they will be able to do themselves and see if it works. And I, I think what we were talking about before too is this is going to open this up to a whole new set of users that weren't able to do it before, maybe because of cost, maybe because they didn't think they needed it, Connor. But now they're realizing, okay, this is great. And you know what? If it works for them, that's awesome. And that's awesome. But then eventually with hearing, it does degenerate over years. They're eventually going to need to move up to a prescription hearing aid. It's, it's like wearing readers in a, mm-hmm. in a, in a CVS. You, you walk into any drugstore, right? You, you can get readers. But then eventually, if your eyesight gets so bad, you're going to have to go get prescription glasses. No, understood. And you said that this can link up with Apple and Android devices. Is this kind of like Bluetooth where you can actually get it in touch with your uh, phone to have conversations and things along those lines as well? You can absolutely use it as a phone. You can use it to listen to music. I know a lot of people do that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, You're actually able to administer your own test on the Apple device. I did it myself uh, when I was setting up mine. Uh, so it was, it was pretty interesting to see. It doesn't take that long, maybe five, 10 minutes. And it was a pretty easy experience. You know, for me, I don't have a hearing loss. So it's, you know, it's more amplification than I want. So it doesn't really work for my needs because I don't have a hearing loss. But someone certainly with a mild loss, it would work for. Wow, that's incredible. So as you were saying, it, there's stuff that happens from natural aging and all that. But there's also things from damage as well. Something that was really impressed upon me as before working here at the radio station, I was working at all these concert venues, making sure that our ears were safe when we're by the subwoofer setting up and everything. And we are listening to loud amounts of DBs every single weekend. Got to keep uh, your ears safe. So tell us about some of the damage and some of the erosion for can't find a better word that happens over the years. Yeah, it would be deterioration, really. Deterioration. What it would be. And I agree with you. And you're you're not in the majority. You're the minority, meaning not a lot of people do protect their hearing. And yeah. people cutting their lawn, they don't realize the decibels that are coming out of a lawnmower or a weed whacker or a leaf blower. You think about all these things, these sounds that are around us all the time. You're not going to go run and put on, you know, uh, ear protection every time you hear this, you know. If you go to the city, if you work around, if you work in a metal shop, for example, if you're banging all day or if you're a carpenter, um, you're around the drill, if you're a plumber, you know, there's all sorts of things that can lead to hearing loss that happens over time gradually. But the the thing with hearing hearing loss, Connor, is it's so gradual. I think statistically it's said that it takes someone seven to eight years to admit they have a hearing loss, but then another four to five years to actually do something something about that. So what I think over-the-counter will do, over-the-counter hearing aids will do is help them identify that earlier because it is kind of cool looking. It doesn't look any different than an earbud that you'd see. People walking around with these days, the stigmatism of it is gone. People don't look at you funny anymore when you're wearing earbuds, right? And yeah. they look like earbuds. And the same thing holds true for hearing aids. Hearing aids used to be the stigmatism because they were these big bulky things sitting out of your ear and people like, that makes me look old. Well, what makes you more, look more old? Going, huh? Asking someone to repeat themselves or wearing something. And the way hearing aids are, whether it's over the counter or behind the ear counter, prescription hearing aids, they're virtually invisible. And in fact, some people, you can't even see it. And you, 
a lot of times I'll have patients come back in and they'll say, I had to tell people I was wearing hearing aids. They never knew. Same thing happened with my own father. He finally had to say to his coffee buddies, he's like, guys, I'm wearing hearing aids. Can't you see them on me? And <laughs> and this was a guy who didn't want to wear hearing aids because he thought it was going to make him look old. And I think that's actually, uh, I think that's a great thing that you brought up about your father. You were telling me before we got onto the microphones how he was one of those people that was very resistant to it. And I think a lot of people are resistant because of this stigma the the hearing aids that you brought in to show me, they look like just wireless headphones that I would use to listen to music, something simple like that. Very easy, you know? So uh, could you tell uh, kind of, I think actually telling the story about your father and his stigma <laughs> against it might help some other people Yeah, so my, my dad, years ago, I said, Dad, you know, my brother-in-law said it to me, my sister, like, Dad just doesn't hear well. Ed, you're in the industry. Isn't there something you can do? So for years, I tried to convince my father, Dad, you need to get hearing aids. So eventually, I tricked him. Sorry, Dad. But I tricked him and said he'd be part of a national study, and he'd have to, you know, wear these hearing aids for me. So fast forward, you know, I just said I just fit him with a new set of hearing aids just this past week. This man cannot live without his hearing aids. And he said something to me, Connor, that I thought was pretty interesting. He said, Ed, I didn't know what I didn't know. He didn't realize how much he was missing, how much, with, especially with the grandkids, especially women's voices, because he had a very high-frequency hearing loss. He has a significant high-frequency hearing loss, I should say. He didn't realize how much he was actually missing in conversations. Background noise. We didn't talk about that yet, Connor, but background noise in a restaurant. Those all fall within the high frequency. So what happens is someone with a hearing loss that goes out to a restaurant, they can't hear anything. So if you've ever been out with somebody and they shut down, it's because there's so much background noise, so much conflicting noise coming in front of you that you can't, they can hear, but they don't understand. And that's mm -hmm. important to note because with hearing, and that's why it takes people so long, Connor, to realize because it's frustrating because they can hear they just don't understand. So I get people that come into our offices all the time. They'll say, Ed, I can hear. I'm like, but you can't understand. They're like, how do you know that? And I said, well, because this is what we do. We yep. treat hearing loss. And it's, and it's a treatable thing if you do it in time. And hearing does get worse over time. And that's what happened with my dad. If he had done it 10 years ago, it wouldn't be to the degree of loss that he has today because hearing it for him specifically, summer noise, like we were talking about before, you know, street noise, uh, sirens, banging, things like that. Those are noise-induced hearing loss, but uh, age-related hearing loss is over time. And that's where we go back to that seven to eight years for people to finally realize that they're losing their hearing. You're listening to In Touch right now. We are talking with Ed Ryan, president of Belltone New York, and we're talking about the latest legislation when it comes to over-the-counter hearing aids. We've been going into damage and age-related hearing loss, and it's really fascinating, everything that you're bringing up. And I think one awesome thing about this legislation is the awareness of it. We've been talking about how it's takes seven to eight years for somebody to admit that they have an issue and then how much longer after that to actually do something about it. So do you see with this new change in legislation that people are going to be getting treated younger? What, what are the demographics that this is looking to target? So you brought up a good point. I was, I was having a physical yesterday, as I do every year. Most of us do, right? And 
my doctor said to me, he's like, Ed, how is this going to affect the hearing aid business? I said, Peter, I said, I think this is going to be the best thing that ever happened to the hearing aid business because it's going to do exactly what you just said, Connor. It's going to raise awareness. And if nobody gets anything else out of this, you need to get your hearing tested every year. Just like I got a physical yesterday. You need to get your hearing tested every year. It's, it's, it's one of our senses that we have to and look at. And it's, it's correctable. That's the thing that people don't realize. And I think what over-the-counter is going to do, we were talking about the age before of when people were, would, by the time they finally admitted that they needed hearing amplification, that they get to a certain age where I think this, with the way the technology is built around the phone, by them being able to do their own hearing evaluation on the phone itself, it's going to raise that awareness and get people at a younger age to start looking at it, where if it used to be 65, 68 years old, maybe now people my age in their 50s are going to say, you know what, this thing's kind of cool. I'm going to go look at it. We're all more tech savvy than we were before, generations were before, and technology's changed so much, right, that I think it's going to open up a whole new area for people that they can actually start to get help that is desperately needed, in my opinion. Now, speaking about opening things up to people, big thing that's coming out of this as well, as well is pricing and insurance. Because prior, wasn't the main way of getting uh, the hearing aids specifically, specifically through audiologists and specialists? And wasn't uh, what were the prices like for that before and after insurance? And what's it going to look like now? So the pricing is always... Traditionally, it was it's always private pay. Like yeah. I was saying before, I don't think insurance has really started covering it until the last five, 10 years, right? And before that, it was all private pay. And it averages from a couple hundred dollars to a couple thousand dollars a year. It depends on your hearing loss, depends on your environment, depends on your social situation. If you're out and about, if you're just sitting home watching TV, there's, there's a lot of variables. So it's, there's a preconceived notion that hearing aids are just so expensive. They are, but they aren't. And it all depends on your actual hearing loss, your lifestyle, and what you want. There is something for everybody. And I think what the price point of this does, which is going to be less than $1,000, I don't believe insurance is going to cover over-the-counter hearing aids. I'm not positive on that, but I don't think it will. Whereas now, where we were seeing less than 10% of people that insurance would cover this. We're starting to see 30, 40% of insurances starting to offer this. And I think I said this before as well, and starting to recognize this as an actual disability where they're going to reimburse you for at least a portion of it. I know different unions have it, state employees have it. There's a lot of things out there that people don't realize. And we try to educate. We do a lot in the community. We do a lot of outreach events where we're out trying to help people understand about hearing loss. We, we don't charge for hearing tests because I, as an owner, don't believe in charging for them. So anybody can come in and get a free exam. There's no cost, no obligation, because I'm so passionate about people should get their hearing tested, just like we're talking about my physical, just like I I get, I have glasses. I get my eyes tested every year. Everybody should be out there doing this on an annual basis to see what it is and get a base. We call it a baseline. You want a baseline of where your hearing levels are at and to see how it changes over time. And some people think they have a hearing loss and they don't. And it just might, and there might be other things that are involved with it. No, that's great. Uh, That's great that you guys are able to offer so many resources to the community this way because, you know, it's great to be able to have that access because you may know, you may have no idea and it's just good to have it there. Now, we've been talking a lot about the pros of all this. Are there any potential cons as we look forward into the near future? I I think people could get frustrated because if they have... It's going to be an education 
Mm-hmm. I'll say that. I think it's going to be an education for a lot of people because I think a lot of people, like like my dad, didn't think he had a hearing loss. He yeah. wouldn't admit he had a hearing loss. So if someone like my dad went and bought these over-the-counter hearing aids and he put them in his ear, mm-hmm. it would plug him up and make him sound like he's in a barrel. Mm-hmm. That's what he would hear. If you can you know, imagine that, sticking your fingers in your ear, that's the way it would sound to him. Now, could this cause more damage then? No, that, that won't necessarily. Over time, it could certainly. Okay. Like if you overamplify it, it could, but it, it, it shouldn't. But it, the point being, though, if that happens, I think there's going to be a level of frustration with the over-the-counter. Mm-hmm. But that's really when, if someone experiences that, that's when they should know that, well, maybe I have more than a mild hearing loss. And maybe I need to go see somebody for a, an exam to get a baseline of where I am or, and if I need help or don't, or hearing aids aren't for everybody either. That yeah. It might just not work with your auditory senses. It, it can happen. But at the end of the day, it's really about finding that. So the one con I would say is it might cause some frustration for some people, especially for a big ticket item. I know it's less than a traditional hearing aid, but it's still a good amount of money, less than, you know, say it's $800. It's still a lot of money for two hearing aids if they don't give you what you're looking for. And and I think what it's going to do, it's, it's a con, but I think it turns into a pro conner where it's now all of a sudden that person is now getting help. Yeah. And what I'm, I, I failed to mention before too, a lot of times we see, and I, I think I mentioned to you earlier, my brother and sister-in-law, or my sister and brother-in-law were like, dad needs dad needs some help. And it's, mm-hmm. it's typically a, a spouse, loved ones, third, we call them third parties that yeah. are really making them aware of this. So if any of these third parties, hey, dad, try these over the counter. Maybe it's a great Christmas gift that they give somebody. And oh, then they realize like it's that. not for them. And then all of a sudden they're like, all right, dad, see, you tried it because it's that frustration, right? And now this is an affordable gift you can give to somebody that you don't need a prescription for. But then see, dad, you really do have a loss. Let, let, let's go in and get your a real test now and see what would actually benefit you. So it's, it's a lot like we did with my dad where making him think he was part of a national trial. To, to never would have thought that when it came to the Christmas gift thing, but right? this is actually the perfect time of year for it. Right? It gives people enough time to plan. If they are fearing that a loved one has an issue like this, yep. you could use it as a stocking stuffer and it could end up being great. And it's also kind of like, um, the story of the horse name Maybe. Have you ever yep. heard of this? Uh, where it's like a uh, horse runs away. Everybody's like, oh, no, that's horrible. The farmer says, maybe. Horse comes back the next day, brings a bunch of horses with him. That's great. He says, maybe. And it just keep, it's a whole story of good and bad. You never know where anything's going to end yep. up. You don't. But it's just a matter of being there and just being like, all right, let's see where this goes. Yep. That's that's really a great way of looking at things. Uh, And that goes back to to what you said about awareness and making people aware and what we can do for our loved ones, our parents, our spouses that, all right, here, try this. And if that doesn't work, then go see an audiologist, go see a dispenser, go see somebody to get help for what you need because it is treatable. It, there is something out there that can help most people. That's great. So with it being backed up in legislation for so long, are hearing aid companies ready for this? Are, are, is there a product ready and available? Are we going to see backlog? Are we going to see enough out there in stores for people? What is that going to look like? It's going to be interesting. Um, I know our company, uh, Jabra, uh, who, who owns Belltone, they've actually already come out with a product that obviously they need to get the approvals on it, but we will have it in time. We've had it out for quite some time now, uh, and we're able to sell them already. Um, other manufacturers I know are working on the same 
type of products. I think it's going to be unique to see some of the different ones that come out. I know there's been some big players in this. Bose was a big one that actually just got out of the business of hearing aids because mm. they, it's a, it's a very expensive piece of equipment to manufacture and to produce. And there's a lot more that goes into it. And that's, you know, with the hearing industry, be it over the counter or behind the ear, traditional hearing aids, there's a lot of research and development that goes into everything. And there's huge costs associated with that. And, and I think a lot of that, you know, the cost of hearing aids are built into that. And that's what people don't realize. And, you know, they're paying for the technology that yeah. they're getting. Oh, fascinating. So you feel with, at least with Jabra and Belltone, that you guys are going to be looking ready for this. Oh, yeah, we're already ready. Yeah, Fantastic. We're already ready. Um, <clears throat> I know a lot of other people are ready. I know there's certain um, uh, drugstores that are going to have it available. I know Best Buy, some of the bigger boxes are going to have it. So there's going to be plenty of product out there for people to look and see and, and you know, just go out there and, and try to find something to help them, you know, be it whether it's an over-the-counter or it's a traditional hearing aid, it's just a matter of getting the people help that they need. That's really relieving to hear because, you know, when you hear something like this, some people are like, am I just going to be a guinea pig? Am I just yeah. going to get frustrated? But to hear that plans and products are ready at the go, yep. that's, that's a very nice safeguard to people who are curious about this. That's fantastic. Again, you were listening to In Touch. We were talking with Ed Ryan, president of Belltone New York. This has been a very fascinating, fascinating conversation about the new legislation around over-the-counter hearing aids. And one thing that I want to really bring up now, we've been talking about how things have been kind of going to be general for a lot of patients. But I want to talk about you guys with Belltone and what you guys offer everybody you were speaking with your physician when you had your physical. It's like, how is this going to, is this going to hurt your business? And you're like, no, this is going to be great, great awareness. Can you tell us about some of, some of uh, what you guys do specifically at Belltone to help out the community? All right. So, yeah, we do a lot in the community. We do a lot of outreach. We do a lot of, we actually do lunch and learns. We did before the pandemic and we're starting to get back into that now. Um, I'm a big believer in education big believer in educating people on hearing and hearing loss. Um, and not only just the patients, but <clears throat> like we're talking about their, their spouses or their children. And that's where we see a lot of that come from. We do a lot of different fairs where we're out there. We give free screening, like I was talking about before. Our tests, which are free, um, you come into a sound booth just like this. It's made for hearing testing and you get an air bone uh, test. You get speech. There's so much more. It's great what over-the-counter has, Connor, with the phone, but there's such a different level that you get when you walk into a bell tone or any hearing aid store, for that matter, to get a test that's proper to get. It's just like an eye exam. You want to get the best results. Mm. This has a place over-the-counter. Don't get me wrong, but it's not going to be for everybody. It's that first step. <clears throat> it's that stepping stone. It's a cornerstone yep. that can lead totally. people to exactly what they need. And now, what's the best way that they can find Belltone and get involved in and check this out? Where can they find you online? Where can they find you in person? What's the best way to get in there to start this, you know, hearing journey of theirs? Yeah, Belltone.com, B-E-L-T-O-N-E. It's only one L. So B-E-L-T-O-N-E.com. We're all in, in New York. We're located all the way from Saratoga all the way up to uh, down to New York City and out through Long Island. So we, we've been around 80 years. I failed to mention that originally, over 80 years now. Um, we're one of the first hearing aid manufacturers. It started with this guy, uh, Mr. Bozeman, that wanted to make a hearing aid. He was an engineer. He made a hearing aid for his friend, and that's how this started. And 
everybody that's in this business, as you can tell, I'm very passionate about what I do. I'm very passionate about people's hearing and helping people hear. Um, it's, it's a kind, we want to help our people here. If you ever Google Belltone in New York, you'll see all the reviews and at what people have to say because it's very personalized and you get to know people. So wearing hearing aids, traditional hearing aids, it's not just a matter of getting fit and then that's the end of it. We see our patients every two to three months. We have them come mm. in for cleanings and adjustments. I equate it to changing your oil. You need to come in and you need to make sure everything is. We, we insist upon our existing patients getting annual hearing tests like I was talking about before and making sure their, their levels haven't changed. We can adjust anything within our software to make it for different environments. Let's say someone's job changes and now they went from working in a factory to now they're working in, a, in an office. So where we were compressing more of the noise before, now we're going to open up some of those other noises. So everybody's lifestyle changes. You have different programs for restaurants, theater, outdoor, music shows. There, there's a multitude of things that these hearing aids can do. They can even help with tinnitus, mm. if you can believe that. We didn't even get into that. Uh, but tinnitus is another major thing, which is the ringing in the ears. Hearing Traditional hearing aids can actually help with that, mask the, mask the sound of tinnitus. That's that's really good to know. I actually have a friend who, roughly my age, is unfortunately experiencing uh, symptoms of that. That's awful. And um, is that common to start seeing that in somebody as early as twenty five? <clears throat> yep. Yep. Wow. You can start to see it, and and some of it could be noise related. It mm-hmm. could be induced by something else that happened to them. Um, it can happen with medicines. Sometimes you could get it with medicines. Oh, which, interesting. Yeah. Now hearing, certain hearing loss, sudden hearing loss is, you know, can be attributed to certain medicines, et cetera. But there's, there's different things. And that's why it's important to see somebody who's licensed that can tell you and get to the bottom of it. And you know what? Because all these licensed dispensers, you know, Beltone, we have the ability to either fit you with an over-the-counter because we want what's mo- what makes the most sense for you. We want the best for you. And if and if it's a matter of finances and you can't afford that, but this over-the-counter works for you, we're happy to do that as well because it's a matter of really just getting people to hear. And it's yeah. about helping people with this disability. Fantastic. Ed, thank you so, so much. Thank Before you. we wrap up, is there any like last-second comments that you want to throw in there that our listeners – like any last little nugget that might be good for somebody to hear and put them on their way? Go out and get tested. That's the best thing I could tell you. You need to find out where you're, and get a baseline where your hearing loss is because you can't do anything until you know that. All right. You convinced me right after this. <laughs> we we got to set something up for myself. I'm curious. Ed, thank you so, so thank much. You, really appreciate all that. We're going to have all the links uh, on uh, the In Touch tab on all the websites across Town Square Media so you can follow along. You can figure out what's best for you in this situation. Again, thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Connor. I appreciate your time. This has been this week's edition of In Touch, the public affairs and issues program that runs across Town Square Media, the Hudson Valley radio stations. We want to give a big thank you to Ed Ryan from Belltown, New York, for joining us today. I scheduled my hearing test, and so should you. For more information, you can visit the link associated in the episode's page on our website or visit Belltone, B-E-L-T-O-N-E dot com. If you haven't checked out, if you haven't checked this out online yet, you should. On every Town Square Media, the Hudson Valley radio station homepage, so WPDH, WRRV, The Wolf, Light FM, and The Wan, there is a tab specifically for In Touch for you to find episodes and articles. Not just that, we also have a brand new YouTube channel along with Facebook and Instagram pages. You can find us on YouTube under In Touch, a Town Square Media, the Hudson Valley production, and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at InTouch.com underscore hv 
Whether you have a topic you want discussed or you want to be a guest, the best way to contact us is through our office number, 845-471-1500, or email direct at connor.walsh at townsquaremedia.com. That and all of our new social media. I've been your host, Connor Walsh. Until next time, stay curious, keep an open mind, and as always, I'm glad we get to spend some time. <laughs>